aren't you glad this morning you can know that you know that you know that Jesus is yours? Oh, that you got a new name written down in glory. Oh, what a great privilege this morning. Yesterday, oh, I've got some big news. Yes, I've got some big news coming up. I'm going to tell you about a young lady who has a new birth certificate. Yeah, a young lady got a new birth certificate yesterday, and I'm not talking about one that you get from the doctor at the hospital. That's coming up right after Rhett Walker. Nothing like a good gospel song to tell folks about Jesus. Well, I told you just a moment ago I was going to share with you about a young lady who gave her heart and life to Jesus yesterday. Got a brand new birth certificate. No, not the birth certificate that you get from the hospital. I'm sure she's got that. Malachi chapter 3, verse number 16. The Lord tells Malachi to tell the people, that if they will think upon the name of the Lord 
and fear him. He would write their name down in a book of remembrance. Sometimes we call it the Lamb's Book of Life. That's what it's referred to in the book of Revelation. And I told that young lady yesterday, I said, you just got a brand new birth certificate. It's in heaven. It doesn't have to be misplaced or forgotten. And the name on this birth certificate includes the name Christian. Yeah, that's right. And your father is God. Oh, what a great privilege. You pray for Miss Maggie. Miss Maggie got saved yesterday. She's got a lot of things she's going through. A lot of difficulties, a lot of tragedies. I'd say Miss Maggie's probably in her, I don't know, she may be in her 40s, maybe. And she needs our prayers, folks. Her daughter at 11 years old made a profession of faith, trusted Jesus Christ to be her Lord and Savior about five years ago. And a week after she trusted Jesus, she went home to be with heaven. 11 years old, involved in a tragic accident. Her brother walking through grief. Another brother in prison. Oh, so many things going on. But you pray for this mama. You pray. Lord, I pray right now for this lady. Help her today in Jesus' name. Our devotional today from Greg Laurie. It's titled, Just As If I'd Never Sinned. Listen to some of this I shared with Miss Maggie yesterday. When we come to Christ, God not only forgives our sin, he also justifies us. The Apostle Paul explains justification in his letter to the Romans. Our good news today, Romans 5, 1. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Salvation has to do with what takes place in the believer's heart, but justification has to do with our standing before the Lord. In salvation, God gives us new life, but justification, it goes way beyond that. <laughs> when God justifies us, he declares us righteous in his sight, just as if I'd never sinned. Well, that's one way the word justified has been explained. And God not only forgives us, but he sees us as if we've never sinned. He removes all sin. And in its place, he places his perfect righteousness. It's just as if you went to the ATM account. You realized you were overdrawn and you owed the bank thousands and thousands of dollars. But one day you go to the ATM machine and just for old time's sake, you enter the ATM code. And suddenly you realize... You're no longer overdrawn. Now you've got $5 million. $5 million in your bank account. Well, folks, God does so much more than that. God places his righteousness of Jesus in our place. I'm thankful for that today. I hope you are. I hope you know Jesus today. Are you walking around with a sin debt? Or do you know that you know that you know that the righteousness of Jesus has been placed instead? 
Has it been placed on your account or is there still a sin debt that you owe? Lord, we thank you today that you give us perfect righteousness in Jesus. Not our own righteousness, but the righteousness of Jesus. Here's Ken Davis, our prayer time coming up in three minutes. Hi, this is Pastor Greg Mott with your difference. Hi, this is Pastor Greg Mott with your Difference Maker Moment. A rich man was once asked, how much money does it take to make a man happy? He wisely answered, a dollar more. Whether we have a lot or a little, it seems like it's never enough. Everywhere we turn, there's all sorts of advice about how to handle our finances. But do you know that God has the best advice? He says in Luke chapter 16, if we're faithful in little, we'll be faithful in much. So it's not that we have to have a lot before we're generous, it's being faithful with what we have now. I remember as a teenager, I had a job as a grocery sacker at a store, and I would receive tips when I would take the groceries to the person's car. And I finally decided after going to church and becoming a believer in the Lord, I said, I'm gonna give 10% of my tips. So out of my $50 in tips, I'd give $5. It wasn't that I was giving a lot, it was I was finally giving with a cheerful heart. So the most important thing we need to realize about our finances is they all belong to God. So a dollar more or a dollar less, it's always gonna be enough in the hand of Jesus. For more about Pastor Greg Mott and how to be a difference maker, visit BeADifferenceMaker.org. This is Pause to Pray, a chance to stop down from the daily noise of life and pray for our country's leaders. Today, we pray for Hugh Frater, CEO of the Federal National Mortgage Association, otherwise known as Fannie Mae. Fannie Mae works to create more mortgage opportunities in the United States. 2 Corinthians 9.6 reminds us of the importance of investing. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Right now, with this in mind, let's pray together. Almighty God, we ask for guidance for Hugh Freighter as he helps create investment opportunities in this country. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Pause to Pray is a service of this station and the Presidential Prayer Team, a nonprofit, nonpartisan ministry dedicated to encouraging prayer for our nation's leaders. To learn more, go to pausetopray.org. Wednesday morning prayer time, community prayer time here on the Community Prayer Time Network this morning, and we start our day off with prayer. Thank you for joining with us. If you have a prayer need, the phone number to text 870-205-0600. Again, that's 870-205-0600. Oh, we just want to thank the Lord for giving us another day to wake up. Lord, we thank you today. Thank you for your goodness to us. Day by day, you load us with benefits. Each day, your tender mercies are new. Lord, it is by your mercies that we're not already consumed. 
thank you today. Thank you in Jesus' name. Lord, go before us. Help us to hear the Holy Spirit saying this is the way. Walk in it. Lord, you've already established our steps. You've ordered our steps. Help us to seek you in Jesus' name. Well, pray for our local churches and pastors, pastors' wives. Are there any special needs going on in your local church? You say, we've got this going on. We need prayer. Help us to pray. And if you don't want us to mention the name, we don't mention names unless you give us permission. So you make sure that you know that. You say, I've got an anonymous request. We've got this going on. Pray for us today. Pray for a church in Maryland trying to understand the implications and understand the legalities of the designation of corporate officers within their nonprofit status. The attorneys of Christian Law Association are helping to assist this church in Maryland, so you pray for this pastor and the team that's working alongside him and their church family. Lord, help them today in Jesus' name. Continue to pray for those churches that have been devastated, the loss of loved ones due to many different reasons, especially right now, the COVID-19 virus, the different variants and all that's taking place. Lord, we lift up our churches right now. Lord, churches that have their pastors that have passed on and left the church family grieving and Lord, just not sure what to do. We lift these communities up to you. While I was down in Florida, I heard of a pastor that passed away in the Mayo, Florida area. Had COVID-19 and you pray for that church family. Continue to lift up different ones. Pray for our hospital workers. Continue to pray for the administration. Learned yesterday a whole lot more stressful than it's ever been. Lord, we pray right now that you'd help them today. Pray for our doctors. We pray for those working in the labs. We pray for those that are working by the bedside, those that are working in the office and the administration and all the decision-making processes. Lord, we ask you that you'd help us. Help our health care workers and help them today in Jesus' name. Continue to pray for the chaplains. Pray for the chaplains that God would be able to use them in incredible ways. Pray for those families that are hurting. Lord, help them today. I've been using the 40 days of prayer from Love Worth Finding. Dr. Adrian Rogers' ministry, Love Worth Finding. And I signed up for the 40 days of prayer. You know what we're going to pray for today? We're going to pray that the Holy Spirit would move in a powerful way. We're going to pray that God would move throughout our individual states, our individual communities, our local churches. We're going to pray for a, a great move of God. I tell you, God's moving here in Lambrook. If you missed it just a few moments ago, had the privilege yesterday of leading another lady to the Lord. 
and salvation. You pray for Miss Maggie. And she's got a lot going on, folks. She's got a lot going on. But God has used these different circumstances and tragedies that she has experienced to bring her to a place of repentance. We talked for about an hour. And then we led her in prayer as she prayed herself. And I tell you what, I believe with all my heart, she gave her life to Jesus. I told Miss Maggie, I said, you've got a new birth certificate. That's right. Oh, not the birth certificate you get from the hospital when you come home. But the birth certificate in heaven. Malachi chapter 3, verse number 16. The Lord refers to Malachi. And he says that there's a book of remembrance for those who think upon the name of the Lord and those who fear him. A book of remembrance in heaven. John the Revelator refers to it as the Lamb's book of life. I'm thankful today that my name is there. Are you thankful for that today? Are you glad that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life? You got a new birth certificate and God is your Father. Oh, it's glorious, folks. God's moving. Lord, we pray right now for a great and mighty move of the Holy Spirit. I know you're doing things right here in our community. Right here in Lambrook, Arkansas, Lord, in Phillips County, we need Jesus. We need Jesus today in our life to move in a great way. Lord, I pray for those in the service on Sunday. As Brian asked prayer yesterday, that God would continue to move in people's hearts. The work that was began on Sunday Oh, Lord, that you'd keep on working. Help us today, we pray. Lord, would we see revival? Lord, we long for you to change our hearts, to change our lives. Help us, Lord, to be sensitive to you in Jesus' name. Well, you text us, you say, hey, I, I, want, I want God to move in my city. I want God to move. I want the Holy Spirit to move in my city. Won't you text us this morning and let us know the name of your city, your community. And before we close out our prayer time, we're going we're gonna to lift up the name of your community. 870-205-0600. Again, 870-205-0600. You text us the name of your community. And what you're saying is, I want God to move. I want the Holy Spirit to move in my city. Maybe you want to text us the name of your state. You say, may God move across our state. Maybe you want to text us the name of your church, and you say, I, I want God to move at my church. Help me, Lord. Help us. Help me to be a part of that great revival. Help me, Lord, today. Continue to pray for Kirk Faulkner as he recovers from his arm surgery yesterday. Went by and seen Kirk and Donna and Greg and visited with them last night. Had a good visit. You pray for them. Pray God to help him to continue through the recovery process that he would heal fully and completely. Help him today in Jesus' name. Took Mr. Richard yesterday. We went to the 
graveside there at sunset, checked out the plots, made sure that everything was in its right place. And on Friday at 10 o'clock in the morning, we're going to have a visitation at Roller Citizens for Miss Linda Patton. And then at 11 o'clock, right after the visitation, we'll load Miss Linda, her body up into the casket. and Or, well, she'll be in the casket. We'll load her up in the coach. We'll drive out to the cemetery. We'll have a graveside service. I know it's going to be hot. Maybe you pray and say, Lord, would you let it be cloudy? Not rainy, not humid, just a little bit of a cloud. Maybe a a good gentle breeze, that'd be a blessing, wouldn't it? I believe God could do that, folks. This young lady that I met yesterday, I've never met her before, but one of the reasons why she came into town from Mississippi, well, not Mississippi, but where she's living at, was for Miss Linda's funeral. And she got saved yesterday. Thank you, Lord. So you pray for the services on Friday. Pray for Pastor Jarvis Smith, the church family at Second Baptist Church in West Helena, Arkansas. Pray for them. They've got the services coming up for First Lady Smith on Saturday. I don't have the times for that or the place. I'll be trying to get that to you. That way you can be in prayer. Continue to pray for a young man that God's working in his heart working in his life. Pray God to draw him to himself. Continue to pray for the folks that are dealing with the flooding in Tennessee area, the disaster relief from the Arkansas, uh, well, uh, from the Southern Baptist Convention Disaster Relief and other organizations who are on site helping with this situation. You pray for them. Also continue to pray for the conflict in Afghanistan. Pray that God would continue to move and work. Protect our Christian brothers and sisters in Christ. Help them to have a good testimony. You pray for them today. And then continue to pray against the Taliban. Pray all the weapons and everything that they recovered from the military you pray that God would God would do something with all those weapons I don't know <laughs> but just pray that God would deal with them continue to pray for God's hand continue to pray for Brother Melvin he went yesterday had a nerve block one of those shots that he gets he gets those shots periodically to deal with the headaches and Sunday, he, did, he didn't get to come to church on Sunday because of the pain that he was in, his headache and nausea. So you pray for him. It's supposed to be working. And these nerve blocks, they usually help him. So you pray. Stephen went to the doctor yesterday. Brian, I hope everything went good there. You continue to pray for Stephen. Looking at our prayer wall from Love Worth Finding, one of our ministry partners, An anonymous prayer request, pray my mother's blood sugar level is normal and for her to be healed of type 2 diabetes. Also pray that she has no side effects from the medication, no problems with her back, that she would handle stress and have a normal blood pressure. Lord, we do pray for healing today for this need. And pray for this mother in Jesus' name. Let me mention this, continue to pray for James Miller. 
Continue to pray for his recovery from COVID-19. Continue to pray for him to be able to work through this, come home, get out of the hospital. I know they're ready. Update that I got yesterday about noontime. James has been good the last two days. He's showing a big improvement. They lowered his oxygen again yesterday, which would be yesterday. So far, he is holding it. They said his white blood count is coming down. They have his oxygen on 65% on high flow. Said that if he keeps improving, he can move from ICU to the regular room next week or two if he keeps getting better. Lord, thank you today. Help Mr. James continue to work in his life and help him and strengthen him in Jesus' name. Brian said that the doctor's visit went well yesterday, no issues, so we're thankful for that. Thank you, Lord. Pray for Chris, who needs to be saved. True relationship to live a life with God, no matter how impossible it looks. Help him today in Jesus' name. Continue to pray for one of our listeners, her brother, dealing with addiction and continuing to deal with the struggles of post-traumatic stress disorder, brain injury. We've been praying for this brother for a couple of months now. Lord, I pray that you'd help him today. Lord, would you meet his every need? Would you show yourself victorious and glorious in his life? I pray that you'd remove the longings and the desires, cravings of these addictions that he's dealing with. Remove the bondage, deliver him, O oh Lord, I pray. In Jesus' name, through the shed blood of Jesus, the power of the Holy Spirit, and the sovereignty of God our Father. Help him today. Pray for another needing salvation. Her parents need to be saved. Her sister needs to be saved. We pray for Joanne today, Lord, that her parents and that her sister would come to know Jesus. Use Joanne. Speak to her. Use her to be an effective witness and testimony. Help her today in Jesus' name. Anonymous request saying pray and help, Lord, my unbelief and hear my prayer for a miracle. Help me to find confidence in you. Oh, Lord, we pray right now. Help right now in Jesus' name. Well, Lord, we thank you again for our prayer time on this Wednesday morning. Thank you once again that you've given us the opportunity to join together in prayer. Oh, Lord, I always look forward to our prayer time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. As we put on the whole armor of God, would you help us to stand, having done all to stand? Lord, go before us today. Would you help us to hear your Holy Spirit speak to us, Lord? Prepare the way. Help us to be obedient to you. 
In Jesus' name we pray. I haven't given you the number in a little while, so let me give that number to you once again. The text line, 870-205-0600. That's our 24-hour text prayer line, 870-205-0600. Quick commercial break. Check in with Dr. Adrian Rogers real quick. And our trivia question is going to be coming up right after this commercial break. From Love Worth Finding, here's Adrian Rogers with a treasure from the Word. Expect there to be hypocrites in the church. The devil is at work, and every church has them. And it's not our job to go through in Christendom and try to separate the wheat from the tares. Never get into a crusade against somebody else's religion. That's not your business. Your business is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, surely you should warn people of false doctrine. The Bible tells us that. But don't you go around rooting out tares. You will make some horrible mistakes. Don't get discouraged because of hypocrites in the church. It doesn't prove the gospel is false, not at all. A counterfeit is the greatest compliment that anything that is real could have. Why do people counterfeit $100 bills? Because evidently a $100 bill is worth something. They don't counterfeit gum wrappers. You see, the counterfeit is a testimony to the worthwhileness, the validity of the real. And so what can you expect from the time that the gospel began to the end of the age? Don't expect everybody to accept the gospel. They're not going to. That doesn't mean the gospel has failed. For more about Love Worth Finding and Adrian Rogers, visit our website at lwf.org. Nature Coast Media is a ministry partner of the Community Prayer Time Network. Their services include web design, logo design, content creation, presentations, voiceovers, and so much more. Aaron and his team also provide the web services for the Community Prayer Time Network. You can visit their website and chat with Aaron today and let them know that you appreciate them being a ministry partner. Their website, naturecoastmedia.com. Again, naturecoastmedia.com. All 735 Central Standard Time here on the Community Prayer Time Network. Our good news today, God's Word says, Romans 5.1, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 5.1, our forecast for today in the eastern Arkansas Delta. Hot temperatures again today. Highs in the mid to upper 90s. A heat warning and advisory issued with a heat index around 105. I tell you, it got hot yesterday, didn't it? Oh, it was hot. Well, our trivia question on this Wednesday morning. 60% of people can't change this. Now, they would if they could, but they just don't know how. 60% of people can't change this. 870-205-0600. If you can get the answer right. Oh, we're going to celebrate this morning. Our birthday's coming up after this. If you got a birthday or anniversary you want us to give a shout-out to, or maybe you don't have a birthday or anniversary, but you say, I want to give a shout-out to somebody this morning, text us their name at 870 870- Two zero five zero six hundred. We'll do that after this. We've got our kids' tri- uh, devotional coming up here in just a moment. So I'm excited this morning. All right, our trivia: sixty percent can't do this. Eight seven zero two zero five zero six hundred. Send us your answers: anniversaries, birthdays, 
go ahead and send it all in at this time praying felt like i was throwing pennies in a wishing well and i started believing i was cursed to carry this weight i was listing the reasons of why i should walk away until All right, about a minute and a half left. 60% of people, they couldn't do this. They can't change this. Oh, they might would if they could, but they just don't know how. All right. What do you think the answer is? 870-205-0600. Send us in your answers. Those birthdays, anniversaries. Go ahead and send all that in. Torin Wells, Until Grace. Grace found me. Don't you remember the day that you got saved, gave your heart and life to Jesus? You were born again. And we do have a correct answer this morning. Miss Becky Ward, thank God, she says, for the salvation of Jesus for Miss Maggie. All right, the answer, 60% of people that they couldn't do this, they can't do it. They might would if they could, but they can't change this. The answer this morning, flat tire. That's right, Miss Becky. It is flat tire. Was that Mr. Mike or was that your answer? I don't know this morning. But that is the answer, flat tire. You know, when you're driving down the road, you get a flat tire and sitting there on the side of the road, got traffic passing. You say, come on, folks, help me out. And uh, you can't do it yourself. 
I tell you, that's kind of the situation we're in now. A lot of folks don't even know how to change a flat tire. But Lord, I'm thankful that God gave me parents, taught me how to do all that good stuff, and uh, it's a blessing. So thank you to Pop Pop's Bait and Tackle located in Poplar Grove, Arkansas, off of Highway 49. Stop by, see Brian for all of your fishing needs, catfishing, bass fishing, brim fishing. He's also got all of your skipjack, black salties, minnows. Oh, he's got everything you need. I tell you, while I was up there working the other day, uh, even ice, uh, people just buying ice, it's convenient. And so if you need some ice while you're there, uh, make sure you stop by. Let Brian know that you appreciate his support and partnership with the Community Prayer Time Network. Our kids devotional, Keys for Kids. All of our kids listening this morning. Daniel and Titus listening this morning. You pray that God had used this in their lives. How do we know that God created the world? My science book says it just kind of happened by itself. We know God created the universe because we see it with our eyes and read about it in His Word. Has someone told you that the whole universe was just one big accident? If so, listen to our story today right here on Keys for Kids. Your teacher at school might have told you that everything you see in this world was created by one big accident, sort of like the world just made itself. That's so silly. See, pictures don't draw themselves, books don't print on their own pages, and universes don't just happen. God made all of it, and He has a purpose and a plan for every part of it, including you. This is what it says in John 1, 3. All things were made through Him, and without Him, nothing was made that was made. Our story today is called God's Plan. Mom, I thought God made the world, said Ryder one afternoon. He watched as his little sister Amelia took crayons and paper from the drawer. That's right. God did create the world, Mom replied, reaching for a piece of paper and crayons herself. Well, my science book seems to be saying that everything just, just happened, said Ryder. I didn't quite get it, but it sounded like the world just kind of made itself. How do we know for sure it didn't happen like that? Aren't you going to draw a picture, Mommy? asked Amelia. Draw a horse for me, okay? Please? Mom sat back and looked at the paper and crayons on the table. Let's just watch these crayons a little while, she said. If we wait long enough, maybe they'll just happen to draw a sky and grass and trees and horses and even people all by themselves. No, they won't, said Amelia. A picture can't just draw itself. No, Mom turned to Ryder. Do you agree with your sister? Of course, Ryder replied. Mom smiled. You're absolutely right. A picture can't draw itself, and the world couldn't make itself either. It didn't just happen. Tell me, when you want to make a picture, how do you go about it? What do you do first? Uh, I decide what I want in it, said Ryder. I plan how to do it, what to put where. Mom nodded. Well, God had a plan, too. He knew every little detail of what he wanted his world to be like, from the tiniest flower to the largest dinosaur. And what's the next thing you do? Well, I pick up my pencils or crayons or whatever I've decided to use and start drawing, said Ryder. You put your plan into action. 
That's what God did too. He spoke and it was done. God's special plan, the world, was brought into existence by His Word. Everything and everyone that exists is here because God wanted to show His glory and love by creating us and the world we live in. Amelia picked up a crayon and held it out to Mom. Will you draw my horse now? Mom took the crayon. All right, one black horse coming up. So how about you? Have you been told the world just happened to come into being? Well, don't believe it. God planned out exactly how everything in our world should be, down to the smallest detail. He spoke and the world was created. And He cares about every part of His creation, including you. Be thankful you have such a great and wonderful God who loves and cares for you. Our key verse is found in the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 3. All things were made through Him, and without Him, nothing was made that was made. And our key thought for the day, God created everything. It's the final month of the Word with Zach summer reading program. If you've been reading all through the summer, you're doing awesome. Finish through August for a chance to win an Amazon Echo Dot and a Bluetooth speaker. Learn more at wordwithzach.org. I'm Zach with Keys for Kids. And a couple of uh, anniversaries we want to recognize this morning. Stephen and Tanya Holler, 14 years of marriage they're celebrating today. And then also Jimmy and Samantha Sanders, also 14 years of marriage. Thank God for that this morning. And Mr. Larry, Miss Debbie Hardy. So if you see these folks out and about today, make sure you tell them happy anniversary. Let them know that you heard about their anniversary here on the Community Prayer Time Network. Let them know that you appreciate them and uh, just encourage them, strengthen them. I tell you, when we get to see folks married, staying married and loving the Lord and loving with each other, it's just a good thing, isn't it? Oh, we're thankful to be able to see that in our life today. Here's Mitchell John. Our daily Bible reading today, we're in Acts, well, Romans chapter 5. Daily Bible reading right after this.
Our daily Bible reading up next, Romans chapter number 5, as we go chapter by chapter through Paul's letter to the church at Rome. Romans chapter number 5. Hope you've got your Bibles ready and join in with us as we do our daily Bible reading together. Romans 5. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, Yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commandeth his love toward us, in that, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For until the law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover the law entered, that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound, that as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Our daily Bible reading here on the Community Prayer Time Network, Romans 5. Tomorrow we'll be in Romans chapter number 6. So we'll look forward to that time together. Hot temperatures today, mid to upper 90s here in the eastern Arkansas Delta. A heat warning issued once again with a heat index around 105 degrees. Romans 5, one of our good news today, being therefore justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. What kind of peace?
the kind of peace that says, I'll fear no evil, for my God is with me. Listen to this. Romans, Dr. Rogers coming up in about five minutes.
8 o'clock Central Standard Time. Here's Dr. Adrian Rogers' Love Worth Finding. From the Love Worth Finding studios in Memphis, Tennessee, I'm Byron Tyler here with the CEO of Love Worth Finding, Carrie Vaughn. Carrie, today, Adrian Rogers shares one of God's promises, and it's an important one. It's the assurance of our salvation. Hey, we all want to be sure, right? I mean, we want to trust but verify. We want to nail it down, confirm it, affirm it, whatever it takes, right? We want to be sure. Well, Adrian Rogers says we need as Christians to have nailed down without a doubt. As a matter of fact, he had this to say about it. One thing that every Christian ought to know beyond the shadow of any doubt is that he or she is saved. We don't need to be a doubting Christian. We ought to be a shouting Christian. Not a question mark where their head's been over, but an exclamation mark. Somebody said, if you could have it and not know it, you could lose it and not miss it. <laughs> Truth of the matter is, uh, if you have it, you ought to know it. And if you have it, thank God you cannot lose it. Well, that's a great word. You know, you cannot lose it. I mean, Jesus says, no one can snatch them out of my hands. We can't lose our salvation if we're genuinely saved. That's true. But sometimes as Christians, we do have doubts, and we don't know what to do with those doubts. Again, Adrian Rogers helps us to put it into perspective how to handle those doubts. It's possible to be saved and have doubts. If it's not possible to have doubts, then why did John write and say, These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that ye may know? Because there were some, evidently, who were having some question marks about their salvation. And so doubt doesn't mean that you haven't been saved. As a matter of fact, we only doubt that which we tend to believe. Doubt is to your spirit what pain is to your body. Pain doesn't mean that you're dead. Really, pain means that you're alive. Uh, but pain is, means something is wrong. Something is not working right. And so uh, we ought not to have doubt. I've never known of a Christian who was really any good in his or her service to the Lord. I mean truly effective, who did not, first of all, have the assurance of his or her salvation. You know, Byron, I think a couple of things. We need to always remember the work of Christ, and, and that's the cross, right? And then also, we need to remember the Word, the Word of the Father. I love it. Adrian Rogers says that God's Word was not written to tell you how the heavens go. It was written to tell you how to go to heaven. Oh, that's beautiful. I really love that. And it is the atoning work of Christ. We must remember Jesus took our sin to the cross with His blood, he paid our sin penalty. Absolutely. And also we know that the witness of the Spirit lives and dwells in us. And that's another affirmation that we're saved. Well, Carrie, we always love hearing from our Love We're Finding listeners. And I believe you have somebody who recently wrote in. The response says this, Thanks to your great teaching, almost all of my family has come to know our precious Savior, Jesus. We had been religious all of our lives, in church every time the door was open all the time thinking that we were saved. The reason was that we heard Scripture quoted from the pulpit, but it was never related to our lives. We are so glad we found you who guided us to find our dear Savior, Jesus Christ. It reminds me of that Scripture in Acts in the early church when one in their whole household came to Christ. Well, friend, you might have a question about your salvation and would like to know more about this subject of having the certainty of your salvation, you can go to lwf.org. 
That's right. A great website. Click on the Bible Learning tab and then peruse what every Christian ought to know. Well, with today's message, How to Be Absolutely Sure, Part 1, here's Adrian Rogers. You know, God does not owe us explanations. They wouldn't do us any good anyway, because if He explained, we still wouldn't understand. <laughs> so don't ask Him to explain. That would be like asking Einstein to explain something to your dog. <laughs> You're not going to understand the ways of God. His ways are above our ways. We trust and obey. We do not live by explanations. We live by promises. Amen? And one of the great promises, however, is that we can know that we know that we know that we're saved, heaven-born, and heaven-bound. And if you are not saved, you need to be saved so you can know it. And if you are saved, you ought to know it. Somebody said if you could be saved and not know it, you could lose it and not miss it. The truth of the matter is that you can know beyond the shadow of any doubt that you are saved. There are only two classes in the world. Now, we divide people by upper class, middle class, lower class. But God doesn't do that. There are only two classes, the saved and the lost, the saints and the ain'ts. And you are in one category or you are in another. Well, you say, well, I'm not entirely saved, Pastor Rogers. No, no. <laughs> Nobody is half saved. To be half saved is to be altogether entirely lost. Either you are saved or you are lost. Well, <laughs> you say, uh, only God can say who's saved. Well, you're right about that, and that's what we're going to talk about today. And we're going to find out what God says. And then when we find out what God says, then you can say what God says, and you can be sure. Now, let's see what God says. 1 John chapter 5, verse 5. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit that beareth witness, because the Spirit is truth. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit and the water and the blood, and these three agree in one. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he hath testified of his Son. He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar, because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. And this is the record, that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Now here's the climactic verse, verse 13. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know, K-N-O-W, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Now are Christians fools? Are we mere sentimentalists? Or do we have a basis for our belief? Now, the Gospel of John was written to tell us how to be saved, and this first John was written, uh, the Epistle of John, to tell us how to know that we're saved. If you take your Gospel of John when you get home sometime and read it, circle the word know, K-N-O-W, just circle it. 
Maybe take a red pen and just circle it. By the way, don't mind writing in your Bible. When you wear it out, get a new one. Amen? Just write, circle it. If you have a Bible falling apart, you'll have a life that's not falling apart. Just circle it. Every time you find the word K-N-O-W, no, just circle it, and you will find that over 40 times in these five chapters, he uses the word no. It is the gospel of certainty. It is not a hope so, maybe so. It is a no so salvation. And he says, these things, verse 13, have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. Wouldn't it be wonderful for you to say, praise God, I know that I know that I know <laughs> that no matter what happens, I am heaven born and I am heaven bound. Now, there's another key word. And it is used some 10 times in these verses that I've just read to you. 1 John chapter 5, verses 5 through 13. And that key word is the same word. It is translated different ways. It is translated witness, record, testimony, and testify. It's the same word that is just translated different ways. So God is giving us a witness so we can know. He is giving us a testimony so that we can know. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. The source of our certainty, the basis of our belief. And remember, we told you that a threefold cord is not easily broken. We told you three ways that you could test false spirits. Now we're going to tell you today three ways that you can know, you can know, K-N-O-W, that you are saved and that you're on the way to heaven and that you can be absolutely sure. Now the first way, there is the certainty that comes from the atoning work of Christ. Write down the atoning work of Christ. The atoning work of Christ. Now, how does that certainty come? Well, look, if you will, in verse 6. This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ. Not by water only, but by water and blood. Now, what does that mean? Well, it speaks of what Jesus Christ did to redeem us. And it said that he came by water and blood. What is the meaning of that? What is the meaning of water and blood? Put in your margin, John, that is this time the Gospel of John, John chapter 19, verses 33 and 34. The setting for this verse is that Jesus Christ is on the cross. He is dying in agony and blood upon that cross, and the Roman soldiers, in order to make certain that those who had been crucified were dead, the Jews wanted them dead before the Sabbath, they were coming along to break the legs of those who had been crucified to hasten death. But when they came to Jesus, he was already dead. Now listen to the Scripture, John 19, verses 33 and 34. But when they came to Jesus, and saw that he was dead already, they break not his legs, but one of the soldiers with a spear pierced his side, and forthwith came out blood and water. Out of the wounded side of the Lord Jesus, there poured out blood and water. And now the Apostle John tells us over here in the epistle that we're reading, in 1 John chapter 5 and verse 6, this is he that came by water and blood even Jesus Christ, the pericardial plural fluid that encases the heart is a watery substance. And of course, it's the heart that pumps the blood 
But sometimes in great duress, medical people tell us that plasma, it separates and that fluid is there around the heart, that plural fluid that shows something of the agony that Jesus had. You see, why did Jesus die first and the thieves not die, the other two? They broke their legs. They didn't need to break Jesus' legs. Why? Because Jesus died of a broken heart. Jesus literally died of a broken heart. There was no agony like the agony of Jesus. You cannot understand the pressure that was upon the Lord Jesus. Jesus died in agony. The eternities were compressed upon the Lord Jesus. The sins of the world were distilled upon the Lord Jesus. He died of a broken heart. And when that soldier took that spear and rammed it into the side of the Lord Jesus, there, there poured out water and blood. That's the meaning of John speaking of water and blood. But what is the message of it? We well, see it is the blood that cleanses from sin. It is the blood that removes the penalty of sin. The wages of sin is death, and without shedding of blood, there's no remission. And Jesus took my sin and your sin to that cross, and with his blood, he paid sin's penalty. But there's also the water. The water speaks of that which continues to cleanse. It speaks not only of salvation, but sanctification. Remember in the Gospel of John chapter 1, the Bible says, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. The Word is Jesus, the Logos, was made flesh and dwelt among us. The word dwelt is the word tabernacled. A Jesus tabernacled among us. Did you know that in the Old Testament, God had a tabernacle? And that tabernacle in the Old Testament was a prophecy of Jesus. And had you gone into that tabernacle to worship First of all, there would have been a brazen altar, and that's where the blood would have been shed. That spoke of the blood of Jesus. And then right past that altar, you would come to a great basin called a laver. The blood is here at the altar, but at the laver is water. And so they would come, first of all, through the blood to the water. The blood deals with the penalty of sin, the water deals with the pollution of sin. Jesus tabernacled among us. Jesus came by blood and water. And it's significant that when they put that spear in his side, out came blood and water. Now, what does that have to do with the assurance of my salvation? Friend, <laughs> my hope is built on nothing less than the blood and the water. And you know, we sing that song, Rock of Ages. Have you ever thought about that phrase that you've sung so many times? Let the water and the blood from thy wounded side which flowed be of sin the double cure. Save from wrath and make me pure. That's the water and the blood. He saves from wrath. He makes us pure. I wouldn't give half a hallelujah of your hope of heaven apart from the water and the blood. 
apart from the death of the Lord Jesus Christ upon that cross. That's the solid rock on which we stand. That's the first chord in our threefold chord that gives us assurance. There is certainty from the atoning work of Christ. All right, now write this down. There is certainty from the abiding witness of the Spirit. The atoning work of the Son, the abiding witness of the Spirit. Now continue to read the last part of verse 6. And it is the Spirit that beareth witness, because the Spirit is truth. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father and the Word and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit and the water and the blood. Now you see where the Spirit takes the water and the blood, the Holy Spirit to bear witness. And these three agree in one. Now notice John's argument here, if, and that word if can be translated since. Since we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he hath testified of his Son. He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. Now, that is the abiding witness. You see, you have the atoning work. But the Holy Spirit takes the atoning work and he testifies of it. He gives witness to you on the inside. Now, let me tell you how the Holy Spirit of God witnesses. This is the way that you can know that you have this blessed assurance. First of all, the Holy Spirit witnesses to us. That is, before we're even saved, the Holy Spirit is telling us about Jesus. Notice again, if you will, verse 6. And this is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. You say, well, Adrian, how do I know that's true? Just because you say it? <laughs> no, listen. And it is the Spirit that bears witness. Do you think that I'm up here trying to persuade you of something? Oh, no, no. You see, it is the Holy Spirit of God that will tell you whether this is true or whether it's not. It is the Spirit that beareth witness because the Spirit is truth. What is the ministry of the Holy Spirit? Jesus said, He will take the things of mine and He will show them to you. And notice what he says there in verse 9, if we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. You believe men? You receive the witness of men all the time. You go out to a restaurant. You trust people to eat. It takes more faith every day. <laughs> You're sitting in this building. You've trusted the engineers that figured this roof that will not fall in. I've often thought about it. You get on an airplane to fly overseas. <laughs> you sit down. You've never seen that pilot. You've never met him. You've never examined that airplane. And he cracks that throttle open going to fly you all the way across that puddle. That's faith. You go to the doctor. He writes a prescription neither he nor the pharmacist can read. <laughs> and that man goes back there and takes all that stuff from the shelf and mixes something up and you take it. Listen, we receive the witness of men every day, don't we? Surely we do. You say, well, it's difficult to live by faith. You live by faith every day of your life. And you put your faith in two-legged men whose breath is in their nostrils. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. 
men can lie. The Holy Spirit is truth. And so, first of all, the Holy Spirit witnesses to us. <laughs> That's the reason why I'm never moved when a man says, well, I can't believe. He's a liar. If you want to believe, the Holy Spirit will enable you to believe. Jesus did not say, you cannot come unto me. Jesus said, ye will not come unto me. You see, it is because the Holy Spirit of God, when the Word of God is preached, the Holy Spirit of God witnesses with the Word. First of all, He witnesses uh, to you. And then not only does He witness to you, then He witnesses in you. Look in the last part of verse 10, if you will, or the first part. He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. Now, when he witnesses to you and you receive Christ, then he comes into you and you have the witness in you. Now, suppose Brother Bob and Brother Jim are arguing with me about apple pie and I have an apple pie over here and I've just eaten a big slice of it. And Jim says, I don't believe there is any apple pie. It doesn't even exist. And Bob says, well, I believe it exists, but it's no good. And Adrian is over here having wrapped himself around a piece of apple pie. Now, you think those two guys are going to disturb me? See, I have the witness in myself. <laughs> I have the witness in myself, and that is the reason that a Christian with an experience is never at the mercy of an infidel with an argument. You see, he witnesses to you. And then he witnesses in you. That's the reason the Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. One way to find out whether apple pie is good or not is to taste and see. Now you say, well, that brings up a real question, Adrian. What is the witness of the Holy Spirit? Now I want you to be very careful here. The witness of the Holy Spirit is not an emotional feeling. Now if you don't get this, you're going to miss the whole thing. Most people think that the witness of the Holy Spirit is some emotional feeling. Goosebumps. Liver shivers. Oh, so I know I'm saved because I feel it. Oh, boy. Then your assurance of your salvation is going to go up and down with the condition of your liver. If you live by emotions, you're going to be on a roller coaster. No, 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 no. The witness of the Spirit is far deeper than emotions. How does God know anything? Does he know something because somebody tells him? Does he know something because he has learned it? Does he know something because he feels it? No, spiritual knowledge goes beyond those things. Now, very frankly, I'm not really an emotional person, except when I preach. I get emotional when I preach. But I'm more emotional when I preach than in other times. Sometimes Joyce will say to me, hey, why don't you get excited like you do when you preach? I don't get all that high. I don't get all that low. But I can't take credit for that one way or the other. It's just the way I'm wired. That is my psychology. I'd be that way if I were not saved. That's my emotional band. I don't get all that high. I don't get all that low. I'm more in a narrow band. Now, the assurance of your salvation can show up in your emotions. You know, when it dawns on you that you know that you're saved, you may get very excited about it. Nothing wrong with that. The emotions are fine, 
That is not the witness of the Spirit. Your emotions may play on the witness of the Spirit. You say, Pastor, then what is the witness of the Spirit? Explain it. You don't explain it. You receive it. You don't explain the witness of the Spirit. You receive it. We'll hear the second part of this message coming up tomorrow. I hope you can join us then. But maybe today you have questions about the Holy Spirit, about who Jesus is, or how to begin a relationship with God through the forgiveness that Jesus is offering you right now. If so, go to our Discover Jesus page at lwf.org radio. You'll find free resources and materials there that will answer questions you may have about your faith. Again, lwf.org slash radio and click Discover Jesus at the top of the page. Well, be sure to sign up for our daily heartbeat emails. You'll get daily devotions and message links sent straight to your inbox. You can do that at lwf.org slash radio. Thank you so much for studying in God's Word with us today. And don't miss part two of How to Be Absolutely Sure tomorrow, right here on Love Worth Finding. Dr. Adrian Rogers' Love Worth Finding program coming up again tonight, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. Thank you to LNW Gulf Breeze Real Estate and title company located in Perry, Florida, a ministry partner of the Community Prayer Time Network. Their motto, Proverbs 22, verse number 1, a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. You can contact them on their website, gulfbreezerealestate.net. Call them today at 850-584-5101 or stop by their office today at 117 West Main Street in Perry, Florida. Temperatures in the mid to upper 90s today in the eastern Arkansas Delta. Heat index warning you around 105 degrees. That heat warning, watch out for it. This is Amazing Grace on this Wednesday morning.
it's great to know that it's the cross that has the final word it's not our feelings it's not our emotions you know that's one of the things dr adrian rogers was just sharing about is i'm not saved based upon my feelings you know sometimes people may say i don't feel saved well aren't you glad it's not dependent upon that you look to the cross because the cross has the final word here's corin hawthorne it's titled how great Oh, how great is our God this morning on this Wednesday morning. All I've been through, 
Up with Ken Davis brought to you by Compassion International. Lighten up is a moment to brighten your day and encourage your walk with Jesus. I'm Dr. Wes Stafford of Compassion, hoping that you don't flinch as author, motivational speaker, and comedian Ken Davis learns a painful but important lesson. Yesterday, I talked about buying my first pair of cheap nose hair clippers and the painful surprise I got when I first tried them. Here's the rest of the story. And so I thought, I I will try it. And I put it inside this nostril, and I squeezed those two things. And I am here to tell you that it does not cut anything. (laughs) 
but it grabs everything it touches. <laughs> Do you know how embarrassing it is to be running around your own house with tears shooting two and a half feet out of that eye and this thing swinging from your nose, <laughs> screaming like a little girl. I ran into my wife's office and I said, honey, I bought the thing to, oh, look, ow, please help me. They're merciless. She said, oh, just give me that. <laughs> my nose hurts just remembering that moment. I learned two things that day. Cheap is not better, and a wife cannot always be trusted to extend mercy. Fortunately, I know where true mercy comes from. Have a great day. This is Ken Davis, Lighten Up and Live. You've been listening to Lighten Up with Ken Davis. For more information, you can visit us on the web at Compassion.com. I'm Dr. Wes Stafford, encouraging you to lighten up. Nature Coast Media is a ministry partner of the Community Prayer Time Network. Their services include web design, logo design, content creation, presentations, voiceovers, and so much more. Aaron and his team also provide the web services for the Community Prayer Time Network. You can visit their website and chat with Aaron today and let them know that you appreciate them being a ministry partner. Their website, naturecoastmedia.com. Again, naturemedia.com.
fortunes I've had Sometimes my strength can fail Though I have tried the very best that I could My weaknesses prevailed But then I in Jesus that we're going to make it on this Wednesday morning, 845 Central Standard Time. Thank you for tuning in to the Community Prayer Time Network. Our good news today from God's Word, Romans 5, verse number 1, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 5, 1, our good news today from God's Word, temperatures heating up quickly this morning. Highs today in the upper 90s. Heat warning again in effect with temperatures up to 105 degree heat index. That's your temperature weather forecast for the eastern Arkansas Delta. You're listening to the Community Prayer Time Network where together we still believe that God answers prayer. Do you need prayer today? You can text our 24-hour prayer line at 870-205-0600. 
8.46 Central Time. Regular programming continues here on the Community Prayer Time Network. Coming up at 9 o'clock, Pastor Kurt Scaly with Everyday Truth. Stay tuned. The music and programming continues.